It's that time again. Time for your more than jibba jabber podcast. Let's go! With your hosts, JJ. What's up, man? Christine. Go, girl. JD and Shama. Hi, fellas. Spreading knowledge to help overcome the fears of our time. Yeah, these guys really know what they're talking about, so listen, y'all. It's time to start the podcast. Imagine the seatbelts, folks. You're listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. And welcome to this week's episode of More Than Jibber Jabber. Uh, this is JJ, as usual, kicking things off with all the invitations. Uh, if this is the first podcast that you've heard of the More Than Jibber Jabber show, um, then uh, maybe you're trying to figure out where you can hear more. Maybe not. But if you're so inclined, we do have a website, more than jibberjabber.xyz. Uh, fresh content as of today. The first in a series from The Informer called The New History of America. Uh, it's a six-part series of interviews done on a radio show called The Grassy Knoll with the radio host Visigoth is now posted in the video section of the website. So please come by, check that out. If you haven't listened to the Informer series before, um, I have plans to upload the rest of those interviews that we have along with the interviews with the informer and james montgomery um so you know if, if you guys are interested and you really want to learn about how that system was set up to really just confuse and boggle the mind the informers got it researched and <clears throat> it's something else um they call it history for a reason because it's his story uh also i'd like to invite everybody to come out to our uh sister group um resistance united great britain they do a voice chat pretty much daily um and you know they they talk about all kinds of things um you know, so come on over there, say hi, uh, and, you know, we, of course, we invite all, all you guys from the UK group to, to uh, come in and uh, have, join in on this live call. Uh, if you can't make uh, the live call and you still have a question or comment that you would like to get uh, asked or, or answered on the, um, on the podcast here, you can always drop in uh, the hashtag show question, all one word, into the Natural Law Wisdom group on Telegram, and we will do our best to post or, or to read your comment or get an answer to your question here on the podcast. So with that, JD and Christine, uh, Christine's here with me in my studio and JD is 
wherever in the world. I'm over here in my studio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm over here in my studio. There you go. Um, so anyway, uh, Christine, I'm gonna say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Hi, Christine. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, hopefully uh, we're going to have some good content to, to this evening. Um, you know, I, we, we had a impromptu uh, call last night where some things came up that uh, was pretty interesting. We, it, it, and some some of the conversation in, in the law group this week, J.D., was about petitioning and all of that, right? Yeah. So, you know, and that kind of yeah, started yeah, on on yeah. You know, some interesting conversation that we talked about carrying over into tonight. Um, so you want to right, right, right. You want to kick us off here? Well, it was, well, it was it was regarding the word petition or the action of petitioning, and um, you know, for people that are still inside the system and wanting to, I guess, slow it down or. You try to use it to their advantage. You know, some people have that opinion that um, that's where they need to be or they need to be doing both, right? Right. Um, actions within the system and actions without the system, right? So I think one of the types of mm, – the one of the styles of, you know, standing up for our rights, quote-unquote, um, encompasses people still participating in the system by voting and petitioning and acting within the structure of the thing that's oppressing them, right? right. Supposedly, right? Of course, you know, we do kind of discuss here on the show all the time that the language says it reads clearly that um, that it's not applicable to man or woman anyway. Wow. So it's all using a sleight of sleight of hand trick with the, uh, the language to get people to assume that it's to them, like the word you and the name and all this. Right. So, um, but of course, that attitude of like, oh, well, we got to use all the angles that we can get. It's a little bit of a catch-22 because once you go and petition, you're actually consenting consenting to the system regardless of the outcome, whether or not the petition is accepted, right, which is a plea or a, an asking of something in a subjugative manner and a sub subordinate type of positioning. So, you know, somebody positions themselves as a subordinate and then they say, can I have a cookie? And I, and I would like to ask for a cookie and I'm begging you for a cookie. And then the system gets to decide whether or not the cookie is given. So, so the act of, of subordinating oneself, it, it's, it sounds a little screwed up once you actually look at the, the definitions of the word and the action of what you're actually doing when you're taking that vow and praying to the thing that you're you're asking something from 
So obviously you're you're validating it. Wilt's also complaining that the thing is taking your rights away, but then you're still validating it by by doing the petitioning. So I think people don't really understand what the words mean because once you look at the words, you can see the game that's being played. So well, I I have uh, the Webster's eighteen twenty eight. Uh, definitely. Did John uh, get knocked out of the room again? We had some connection issues earlier. Can you hear me? Yeah, it looks like it. They're muted. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, he's still there. No, I was just muted from the room. <laughs> I guess whenever I did the screen share, it muted. Oh, I heard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. So, yeah, I, I, I have the uh, Webster's 1828 definition of petition up um in the jitsi room and on screen for the recording here um so it, it, once you get into defining the word and notice i'm, I'm saying the word okay so it, you're 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 going to find out that it doesn't necessarily it, uh, mean what we think it means you know i petition it sounds like you know oh well we're going to go get a list and put it on a piece of paper and these people are going to like agree with me well that's not what a petition is um in a general sense a petition is a request a supplication or prayer but chiefly and appropriately a solemn or formal supplication a prayer addressed by a person to the supreme being for something needed or desired or a branch or particular article of prayer so we can see right there that it's it, it, it's a the person that they're referring to there in, in in the way that that's written is the the spirit in the flesh person right that's that's the man that's the woman who is seeking something from the Almighty. Now Right, via a lot of praying. A lot of praying going on in that in that first definition, isn't there? Right. Well, supplication is still and we'll get into supplication later tonight. Um but yeah, supplication is you know, is there quite a bit too. So, you know, but when we go into the second definition, okay, petition. A formal request or supplication, verbal or written, particularly a written supplication from an inferior to a superior, either to a single per person clothed it with power or to a legislative or other body soliciting some favor, grant, right, or mercy. Now, here's the problem with that, okay? Our rights don't come from any legislative body. We're born with our rights. Now, if we petition some legislative body, or any body politic for that matter, then we are actually waiving our rights. And we're accepting duties and privileges. So we're setting our rights to the side. So we, how can we ever get a right from that legislative body it's it's like saying that that legislative body can somehow 
alter the amount of sunlight that we get in a day by passing some piece of legislation. It can't be done. So now, obviously, we we brought up last night. I think it was you, John, that said that it depends on the man or woman's conviction how how this turns out, right? Because right. if their conviction is so is is so hammered into themselves by their own belief that that the thing that they're praying to <clears throat> that the thing that they're praying to has the thing that which they need to ask for and that's where it comes from then then they're then that conviction becomes real for them i mean they really believe that the thing that they're praying to and for is is coming from from that thing and not them and obviously in you know in truth when we look at the words and we look at the way this is all structured it's act it 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 had it had originally come from them. It's just that they may not understand this yet, that 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 power of attorney comes from them to begin with. They gave it away and then their conviction is so rooted that they can't see that part of it anymore. And they can just look forward and they can see this superior above them, that that's where they think they need to look towards right react from you know uh in you know they reactive reactive in a manner of like oh well if the thing if the government or if that superior thing that they're looking at does something you know uh make some kind of a declaration and then they don't agree with it they get upset and then they petition back and so they're continuing to 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 interact with that thing as if it's it's where the power is is uh, originating from, and they don't and they don't remember that it's that it's actually from themselves. Well, I want to bring Christine on this because I got a, a, a specific question that I want her opinion on. Okay, about the in, in this definition. Okay, and the specific point that I want your opinion on is. A petition being a written supplication from an inferior to a superior. What do you think about that? Well. Okay. I, I, I don't know who's supposed to be the inferior. The man or woman writing to a government body that would be reversed. Well, if you think about it, okay, when the man or woman puts on the mask or the persona or uh, of citizen, mm -hmm. okay, and it then then they step into that role. Would that not correct? Would that yeah. not be them placing themselves as an inferior to that legislative body? It would. I guess I just I'm so beyond that now I just I, I don't even placate to the act as citizen is it yeah okay but what about people that that aren't there yet absolutely that's what they do every day when they act as citizen they are inferior to everything 
I mean, they ask for a marriage license. They they invite the state to be a, a third party interloper, uh, to to be a third party parent to their children, which is why they get tax credits because that's a form of child support from the state. It's they become inferior in every way. They become kept, and slaves are kept. Free people, free man and woman are not kept. They take the responsibility to care for themselves. Is that what you wanted? Yes, that's exactly where I thought you would go with it. And that's okay. perfect. That's because that's the important part of it, right? I mean, are we going to be free men and women or do we want to be kept? You know, and the, the, you know, so, so, uh, people who are kept ask for permission. They, they beg, they pray to that, that thing, right? It really is side-by-side side comparable to a dog. A dog will ask you to go out. A dog will ask you to come in. A dog will ask for food, ask for water. When people say, I am supposed to get free housing. I'm supposed to get free health care. I'm supposed to get this and this and this. Is this all paid for by my trust? Well, it's not your trust. It's not your property. You are not a piece of paper. And if that's the way you wish to live, then you need to go and do exactly what you're told by any man or woman acting entitled from the government. And be a kept little dog. There, I kept it family oriented. <laughs> so it, what you're saying is, is the perceived benefit is greater than the reward of freedom. To many people, yes. Freedom is not easy. Freedom comes perceived the perceived benefit. Right. Freedom when because when you dangerous. actually look at it, you freedom is dangerous. Oh yeah, freedom is potential. Yeah, total freedom is 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 also potential for for total chaos. I mean, you go out into the woods, and you don't pay attention to a tree that you're walking under. Potentially, you're looking at a widowmaker that can take you out. That. Yeah. Nobody has to pay that consequence for you. You could have been observant and you could have went, oh, I need to go a different path. Oh, there's a snake there. Let me not get bit. It's it's all observant on, on how you wish to proceed and live your life. And unfortunately, there are a, a lot of lazy people out there that do not wish to do the work that's involved in being free, responsible uh, men and women. So... Did you did you happen to see that that clip I made today that I posted in the K Breaker Lounge? I don't think so. Well, uh, it it was the opening. I saw it. It was the opening scene from yeah. uh, the TV series 1883, episode five, and that speaks to exactly what we're talking here tonight. And I, I, I I've got an idea that. Um, I, I, I'm going to end up putting together a video for using that clip um, because I think that, that that speaks a lot to what we talk about here. If, if we're petitioning these legislative bodies or, uh, you know, it, it, in some way, then, you know, it, we're bound to the consequences of that action. You know, and that clip talks about how you know it, it, 
life is full of consequences and if you don't pay attention to the currents in the river if you don't pay attention to the snake beside the tree then yeah you're going to drown you're going to get bit and ultimately it's going to cost you your life by your own choices so I just want to point out a Widowmaker, for all those that don't know, is a, a portion of a tree that's ready to, to free fall onto the ground, for, for those that are not aware of what that is. That has enough weight and mass to... Kill you. There you go. Okay. Also, Laura just posted, how can we consent to act as a citizen if we were not taught the meaning of the words, if I do not know... The contract rules due to misrepresentation of their contract. Uh, we're supposed to be adults. We're supposed to be able to ask questions to to know exactly what it is we're getting into. Right. So it's kind of like if could, you see a snake yeah. and it looks friendly, we don't just you know willy nilly just go grab it and say, "Hey, look at this snake." I can go play with it. And it's like, well, but of course, you know, if there's nobody that ever told us, like, hey, stop touching that thing, get back. Right. You know, so it's kind of like what we do here on the show. We talk about the words and stuff because somebody else showed us. Right. You know, hey, look at this stuff. Look what it says. Well, holy crap. I never really read that. I never really seen, you know, that, that, that vote means pray and take a vow to this thing that like i'm supplicating myself to like wow that's pretty deep stuff yep that's how it all works so it's the same thing with nature you know um yep. so here we are and i, okay. I also want to say that we we consent to act as a citizen when we play the part you may not realize you're playing the part of, of a citizen but when you go ask permission from the government and you fill out the form to become informed and they take your picture and give you a piece of plastic you are consenting to to waive your rights for privilege duties obligations and immunities you went and you asked them for something that you thought you needed did you inquire to find out if you really did need that well, part part of that action of asking is consenting. And it's our own fault for going and asking permission instead of investigating and researching what we really should be doing. Uh, go ahead. Well, no, I, I just wanted to point out, too, that, you know, it, how can there be a contract when there's no man or woman on the other side? The, the the closest that we can come to is called an adhesion contract where we adhere to the stipulations of that agreement with a fictional entity by our own conviction i'm glad you said that <clears throat> exactly that's exactly what i was just thinking john yep. it's by our own conviction it, it it is the the conviction that we hold that we believe that we have to do xyz instead of researching no nobody told us we can't research or we can't investigate or nobody prevented us from going to a library to 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 do anything to find out what it is as a man and woman what our responsibilities are nobody stopped us from that 
we we went along with the oh you have to go to college you have to get a job you have to get married you have to have kids i mean this is this is what's pushed but it's our due diligence to to make sure that we live properly and that we act properly in our life how we see it to be beneficial truly beneficial to us and if that means that you want to go ask the government for permission by all means live that lifestyle if you wish to be free there's a lot of pain in being free and a lot of responsibility and you have to bear the consequences because there is nobody else to point the finger to yeah so <clears throat> Uh, the um so uh chris just posted my experience is everything is a trust and we can express the trust as a beneficiary and the government is the trustee well you actually have that backwards because their property is given to us therefore their property is put into our trust Congress and the United States here in America are the beneficiary. Uh, they are, and it's expressed in the even in the the Social Security Administration code. And it tells you very clearly on the back of that Social Security card who the property belongs to. It's on the third line. If you take out your the Social Security card that you have in your possession, turn it around to the back. Look at line three. It says very plainly that this card is the property of the Social Security Administration, and you must return it if we ask for it. N never been your property. It says on the front that that number was established for, and then it gives an all-caps name. Well, I don't spell my name that way. So it's... They, they are the beneficiary. If you read their documentation, you will see that they are the beneficiary, not yeah, the trustee. Not and who signs that card? Nobody should sign that card because it's not your property. Read their documentation. They clearly state it for you. Let me go here to uh, JD. If you and Christine want to take over for a little bit, I'm going to pull up what we pulled up before uh, what the authority signed document. the card huh? so the, her next question is what authority signed the card uh, as far as i'm concerned nobody should sign that card because it's not their property you stepped into i mean if they want to if they want to participate with the system and then take the hold the liability for doing that i mean that's what that's where we're at in the world that's what's gotten us here all of our participation with the thing that we thought was going to give us a better world and we see where that's gotten us it's it's so it's the consenting to sign that social security card to act as surety for the the name established it's not the man or woman's property and it's clearly yeah i would say there's card. so here we go it says from the uh federal uh, code of federal regulations title 26 volume 17 
as revised as, as of April 1st, 2001 uh, from the U.S. Government Printing Office. And it gives out some letters and numbers here. Page 604, Title 26, Internal Revenue. Uh, Chapter 1, Internal Revenue Service Department of the Treasury continued uh, disco discovery of liability and enforcement of title, Section 301.7701-11, Social Security Number. For the purpose of this chapter, the term Social Security Number means uh, the taxpayer identifying number of an individual or estate which is assigned pursuant to Section 60 B uh, uh, corresponding provisions of prior law pursuant to Section 6109, blah, 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 blah. Uh, in which a nine digit separated by hyphens as follows. Such term does not include a number with a letter uh, suffix, which is used to identify an auxiliary beneficiary under the Social Security program. Um, and, you know, the informer goes on to write a comment down here below. It says, if you are collecting Social Security, you are not one having a social security number no matter what anyone tells you everything is a term a word of art to deceive you you are not the beneficiary of social security congress is you are the same as a fireman's auxiliary you are not a fireman and can't participate in anything a fireman does you are like the ladies auxiliary of the fire company this is why Social Security is a gift that Congress can take from you or abolish at any time they so please, because there is no such thing as a trust fund. It's one of those myth patriots believe in to understand what a term is, see the terms and words document. And we have that posted on the website as well that we've covered here on this podcast multiple times so you know and there is yeah. under if you go to the website under the informer menu drop down and you'll see social security you can see this document along with two others um that it unequivocally proves that this trust that everybody keeps saying is there isn't there um, Congress is the beneficiary of it. It's, it's set up through the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund. The individual is not the beneficiary. They're an auxiliary beneficiary. It means they have no right to. This um, is why they can tell you how much you get per month when you get Social Security. So anyway, right. You can just go in there and say, no, I'm going to get this much. And then just because they didn't refute it, it's like, oh, well, that stands as fact because they didn't refute that. I stated how much I'm supposed to get. It's like they have no they have no uh, reason to have to answer. It's like it's like you're not you're not talking to the man or woman. If you write the man or woman in that in that position as a man or woman, they're, they're not holding any. A connection to to answer in that in respect to that it's so, like they have to be in their office and so if you write them in the office then you have to step in a personhood to do that to communicate with them and then you're subordinating yourself it's just a to me 
vicious. It's just something that I just don't want to be involved with. Any, yeah, exactly. It's right. Just, so uh, just and, because just because I make a statement. Go ahead, John. Well, I, I was going I, I was going to address the the um, the other question there as far as what authority signed the card. Um, uh, no authority signs the card. A man or woman accepts the offer by the fiction and places their signature under that all caps name and accepts uh, the diminishment of their rights by accepting use of that all caps name. Because it's uh, uh, what will help me remember JD when something's written in all caps is is, is capitus maximus, um, which is a complete diminishing of rights. Is is that term? Yes, the old Roman slave. Right. Roman slaves used to write their names in all caps. Right. So life research. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's um it, it, on the uh, more than jibber jabber channel on Telegram, we've got a, a clip. I can't remember the gentleman's name, JD. If you remember the guy's name from Australia, um, uh, that explains Dece- the death. Romley Stewart. Dece- there you go. Dece- Dece- Romley Stewart. Yeah. Uh, the 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 screen or the the picture that comes up for it's called deceived in con- into consent, but the video is about. Uh, a capitus maximus and just type in the word just type in the first name r-o-m-l-e-y and you'll find it romley yeah so yeah yep. i mean you know there's actually what you can do is click on the more than jibber jabber and go to to media or files and you can see everything that's listed in the channel yeah that's true so anyway um yeah i, I mean there, there's so many ways that we end up giving consent, consent. and jurisdiction. Yeah, and, and jurisdiction. You know, we 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 actually you know bind ourselves to it through through our actions. To go back to to answering Laura's question about consent, it, it's it, a lot of times we don't even make the pledge or the vow. We just we consent through our actions to act as that thing, even though we never took a vow or an oath or a pledge to be that thing. Um, you know, in America, for a uh, for someone to come here and to be a U.S. citizen from a different nation than or a different government, then they have to do what? They have to swear an oath. To the United States, disavowing allegiance to every other kingdom, and that includes the John. Wasn't of there? Go ahead. Yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a time when you were also kind of asked? I mean, because I was, you know, I was wallowing around in this stuff too for a long time, you know, and uh, mixing jurisdictions and stuff. But what didn't didn't Sean ask you something once, which kind of made it clear to you what oh, you were yeah. doing when oh. you were saying something it, it, and it had something to do with the surety right and the yeah. debt yeah can, uh, so can you tell us that yeah so i i mean it was on um the the old call when uh him and jc were still doing um that show mm. and you know right I, I, this was 
what, maybe six ago. months or so after me and you had met and you introduced me yep. to the call. Um, and I was still, I was at that stage where I was, it, it, you know, I, it's my estate, it's my estate. And, you know, and, and you know, I, I'm the anyway, beneficiary. Huh? It, I am the beneficiary. Yeah, I'm the beneficiary it's my, it's my of property. the estate. And, you know, Sean, Sean stopped me in, in the, the rant, the rant that I was on. And he, he stopped me, he asked me one question. He, and the question that he asked me that really made everything click, like the, the, the initial domino to start all the rest of the dominoes knocked over. He says, are you willing to go into court and stand as a surety for that estate? And my response was no. And he says, it's not yours. If you're not willing to go in and stand as a surety for that, then it doesn't belong to you. It can't. And that's that's the thing that, that when, when he made that statement and explained it the way that he did that night about, you know, if, if you can't make, lay a claim to something if you're not going to stand behind it. And because I wasn't willing to stand behind it, I couldn't lay a claim to it. I could not say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stand and put myself on the line for that piece of paper, for what I believe to be my estate somehow. And it never was. The, so, you well, know, I guess there's people out there that will, right? Well, I, I guess, guess there so. is. I mean, there's a lot of people that will go out on that limb. I'm, I'm not willing to, you know, but even then, and this is where I was going with the authority question, okay? No authority signs that Social Security card. Just because the man or woman is placing themselves into an inferior position by accepting that persona, accepting that number, okay, they're not the authority of that number. The authority is the social security number. The authority, the social security is the one that authored that card. They're the ones that authored that number. They're the ones that established that number for the all caps name. Therefore, no authority ever signs that card, but it is still property of the social security administration. And you can read it plain as you're hearing my voice right now on the back of that social security card. <clears throat> so Chris is asking about amending the contracts as an option. I mean, I would say that I don't I'm not in an authoritative position in in regards to that contract because it's I don't have a contract with a man or woman. Like I can't like if if I'm going to try to amend that, I'm going to have to petition as a citizen, and then that's going to cause me to subjugate myself. Exactly. So, I mean, I may be able to get some headway, but what? I'm I'm not going to waste twenty years of my life or ten years of my life like trying to get something out of that thing, all the while subjugating myself to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it, there's no way around it. it. Either you're not part of the system, or you are. You can't have it both ways. It, there, there, there's no straddling the fence. Either you're going to submit to that jurisdiction or you're not. One way or the other, you have to make a choice. 
And if you perceive a benefit from that, then by all means, do as you wish. But for for me, and and I can only speak for me, I I don't see the I don't see a benefit in it. I don't see a benefit in subjugating myself and pledging my fealty to that government as though it were my god. I agree. And that's what people do on a daily basis. They subjugate themselves and and and, and pray to this government, pray to the court, they pray to this, they pray to that, and they don't even realize what that means. It's an act of worship. It's it really is, um, it, it, listen, I, I believe that I, I'm not supposed to have any gods before or, or other than the creator, the almighty. I, I, I really do believe that. And if I go and place that government in a position of a god, that I have to answer to directly to subjugate myself to it to do as it commands then I am placing that God before the Creator and in my uh, in my in my life it's not worth it to me um so Christine JD any oh, other comments? yeah I would agree about the being in being in the world and not of it, but then we look at the def. I mean, we just look at the title: like citizen of, citizen of. Yeah. Well, if citizen you, of what? Well, if you start trying to straddle, yeah, that's the of. Fence, of is denoting being part of. Yeah. If, if you try straddling the fence, they're going to label you as a sovereign citizen, a papal terrorist. They're they're going to throw the book at you because sovereign citizen is an oxymoron. You're not all powerful. But then you claim to be somebody else's property by that citizenship. And you're you're mixing jurisdictions. They're just going to throw the book at you. And that's going to be the end. Because there, there will be no standing as a man or a woman because you're mixing. Listen, here's what I know. We have a great example um and years of mental anguish and heartache and a lot of problems family wise uh with sean's experience shaman and he walked into court and said you know here you go i'm not participating in this i'm not a citizen of that kingdom I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And they destroyed their own case against him. That speaks volumes to me. And it's on PACER and it can be verified. So, you know, it, it's... So, anyway, um, trying to... I, it, I don't think we're going to get to the slideshow tonight, J.D. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say, I I know that Chris is chomping at the bit to to, to yeah. respond and stuff, but I was thinking that maybe we should just 
settle down with some of this in-depth stuff because a lot of times, you know, we have like for, you know, for instance, tonight, I know we got a couple people that are kind of new and maybe that type of stuff we can save for the end of the call and then kind of go, go into the slides. I don't know. Maybe you want to well, um, consider minutes. asking Laura. Yeah. Oh, there's only 15 minutes left. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> time's flying. We're kind of we're kind of deviating um, from the foundations that you know uh, the building of the foundations that I wanted to get into tonight, but that's fine. I mean, this has been really informative, and uh, you know, I know that the you know our our new listeners' heads may be swimming a little bit right now, but at the end of the day, we have to sit back and ask ourselves, you know, are are, are we going to submit? to that jurisdiction or not and if we are using their stuff if we're using their property if we're using all that stuff and i'm not saying that i'm 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 not because i'm not completely out yet i've admitted that we're still subjugating ourselves so you're saying you're not purposely digging in deeper to try to go and manipulate it you're just exactly you're stepping backwards and you're and you're not yeah i'm i'm doing my i mean that's the belief i'm doing my best to get away from the system because i see um what they are planning to do with their system uh what the davos crowd the world economic forum world government summit 2020 or 2022 I, i i i bear witness to all of that stuff and I know the plan that they have for their system. And if you're involved in that system, these rules that you think apply, they get to decide don't. Because it's their system. We have no say in their system. We, it, it, even when we participate in it and act, even if we swear an oath of allegiance to that system, we're still the lowest form of a member. We're still the inferior. And I, I just, it, it, to hop in and out willy-nilly is, it, is a very dangerous idea. I agree. Because, it, you know, it, they have came right out and said, you know, that they're labeling people who are doing this stuff as sovereign citizens. And according to their FBI agency, sovereign citizens are considered domestic terrorists. You know, and it's a very dangerous game that people play by trying to play this paperwork game. You know, and and use some loophole. It's you may get a technicality, okay, and you may get lucky a couple of times, but Tim Turner right now sitting in prison for doing those very same things for the rest of his life. That man's in prison. Uh, Sean has come on here in, in past episodes. And him and Alan both have talked about the the people that they personally know that he, he have either 
died or are in prison for the rest of their life or on the run for the rest of their lives from playing this game the way that people are playing it. And there's one gentleman that just got out of prison who's teaching the system that got him into prison and he's not telling anybody that's taking his course that he was in prison for it. Very dangerous game. And I, I just, I, I would caution anybody to think twice before you go down that road. Because, you know, duplicity is a very dangerous thing. It, it, a double-minded man fails in everything that he does. So, um, anyway, we got, I, I eat up another five minutes there. I didn't mean to, I really wanted to open the floor. Um, so unless sis or JD, you have anything. Well, Chris keeps going, why are you letting them call you names? They're, they're not calling the man or woman names. They're calling their property. They're, they're labeling their property as they see fit. And that's what a lot of people don't comprehend or understand is that they only have jurisdiction of the property that they invented the all caps name and whatever the man or woman can sense to act as that means the man or woman is willfully waiving their rights and they are accepting the duties privilege obligations and immunities of that citizen so they're labeling their property and they're going to act against their property so when the man or woman doesn't realize they're separate from that property, they believe that the system is acting against them. And it's not. But they'll go and they'll accept that consequence because they don't know any better. That's all I got to say. Okay, I'm going to try to bring up something else real quick, another window. Um... Get, bear with me here, guys, uh, real quick before we go on. Um, yeah, because this is a case that even they say that in that we've pointed out many times here. Um, so I want to share that into the room. Uh, and on the uh, recording for folks. So let me... All right. So
amend. Chris keeps saying, oh, so you can't amend. A That's the thing. That's the thing, because when you're dealing with, with man or woman, man. Go ahead, J.D. J.D., what happened? Oh, God. I lost Jitsi. You lost Jitsi? Yeah, Jitsi closed on me when I stopped sharing. Bear with me, folks. I'll get us back in the room here. Um, Everybody else is still there. Yeah, I know. I, it closed out on me when I stopped sharing, and I'm not sure why. Um, I'm, I'm almost back. It, uh, sorry for this or whoever's listening to this recording. Um, I don't know why it did that. Whenever I stopped sharing the screen share, it kicked me out of Jitsi. Well, next time you don't stop sharing. Yeah. And just change it. So, are you back yet? Um, yes, I appear to be back in the room. Uh, it's loading anyway. Uh, can you guys hear me in the Jitsi room? I, you're muted. I'm muted. It doesn't say I'm muted on my end. I don't hear JD. I don't either. Now it says I'm muted. Okay. And there it is. makes it very complicated to unravel. Like that alone takes oh. enough work. To unravel all that stuff that I can't imagine trying to get in there and do the bonds and that kind of stuff. Hey, Zara, can you uh, kind of lost the Jitsi room whenever I stopped the screen share for some reason? Yeah. Um, could you, for the people that are listening to the podcast, uh, restate your point? Sure. Thank you. You bet. So I said that it is difficult enough to push the system from outside the system that I, I can't imagine trying to push back against the system from inside the system. Because so many of us have points where we've consented before. Many, you know, most of us have had driver's licenses and, or still have them. And that creates this mixing effect where the system is like, well, you are part of the system and therefore you're seditious. And we're over here trying to be like, well, we're trying to withdraw consent. We're trying to operate completely independent of the system. Whereas if you are trying to push back against the system from inside the system, you're doing things that are belligerent, which may include going after bonds, making sure that judges have oaths on file, and I have friends who are doing those things, and it's it's a much more prudent path, in my opinion, to try and exit the system, not use their stuff, and not tell them how to do their own business. Agree with you. Um. So with that, uh, we we are coming to the end of the hour. So. JD, you think we have one more uh, time for one more uh, quick comment or question? Yeah, sure. Throw it in there. All right, go ahead. Let's go. Yeah, Chris has her hand up. 
Thank you, guys. Believe it or not, I am agreeing with what you guys are saying. Um, everything that you're saying, I, I'm agreeing with it. The issue here is there's a thing called colorable law. And I think that that's being either ignored or not brought attention to. Colorable law has the appearance of law, but it's not real. There's a legal term called prescription, I think I said it before, prescription, where if you give notice of this law, if you happen to repeat it, if you act on it, then it becomes real. But if you totally ignore it, it will never have any impact on you whatsoever. I've gotten people who tried to serve me in a kangaroo court and I totally ignored it. And it wasn't until they trespassed on my property that I made a claim of trespass and I gave no attention to what the paper said. I called it a trespass, a piece of paper that I could not understand because it was written in legalese and it was not for me to understand. All I know is they trespassed on my property and I got them to stop. Man has all the authority and the power to say what they, a man wants. It can never succumb to a, uh, a fiction. Obviously, unless it does something like killing somebody. And that's not even a fiction. That's another man. Because someone has to have a claim. Has to have an, uh, be the real party of interest. So man can never come under the authority of an entity. So I agree with you. The, the social security card may read a certain way, but it was never signed by anyone. So JJ, I could literally send you a piece of paper in the mail and say you owe me $10 million and never sign it. By whose authority... Am I saying that you owe me $10 million? You would laugh it off and throw it in the trash. Well, why can't we do the same thing? If nobody's signing a policy or a piece of paper, why should we even believe that it's authenticated? That they even had the authority to even say it? As they, well, they're, they're, okay, if, their if, authority if for not, that comes from the fact that they they put all that together. I mean, it's their system. It's come not on, ours. guys. If it's their system, how does it have power over you as a man? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't have anything to do with me as a man. But that's if it doesn't have authority over you, even if you oh, go hold on, in, just give me, Chris, Chris, hold on just I, I agree with you. Well, hold on just a minute, because you're talking about colorable law. Okay, all legislative or codes, rules, regulations, all of that is colorable law, every bit of it. Because it, it, it and if you go and you look at the U, U.S. codes, you'll find out that all of that stuff is prima facie, means, meaning that if it's rebutted, it has no standing. It has, it, 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 it I love it for that. I, I'm glad you said that. If you re can you please repeat that to the audience? If you rebut it, it has no standing. And let's keep that in our mind because that's all I've been saying all night long. Right. But in order to do that rebuttal, you have to step out of the fiction. No, you have to step out of the system. You can't rebut it and then go back and say, "Here's how. Here's how I'm gonna. Here's how I'm gonna redefine it." For if you right, can that's I where this? I was going, JD. But I, I was cut off. What what I'm the point that I'm trying to make is that to rebut that, you actually have to step into that jurisdiction to do so. Okay, and that give it because you're acknowledging it by rebutting it. So you're no, that's free. where you're wrong. Okay, I, I agree with you. I agree with if you don't know who you are and you go in and you start talking to actors, you're crazy. And yes, they will send you to a psych ward. 
I agree with you. I'm not in disagreement with what you're saying, but how you do it is what I'm trying to get you guys to consider. I'm not here to convince you, but I want you to consider how you do it. And that's where we are. And my point is not being heard. I agree with everything you guys are saying. But if papers... I go into their jurisdiction, I will reduce myself to a person. However, if I write and send my paper before me, and, and here's another thing, guys. I, as a man, can also bring my person with me. So whoever has a claim must come as a man and their person as well. It can't be unequal. Who has a claim against me, the man, and my person? Known as. If you, if you don't have does. a claim, then forever hold your peace. In their jurisdiction. Right. And as soon as you go because saying that their property look, look, is step yours. One, step one that we talk about here when going to court is to establish who they're looking for. If they're not looking for the man, then why are you arguing the facts of their case? I'm not, JJ. That's what I just told you. I agree with you. I'm not arguing their facts. I only state my claims. And I think you're not hearing that. I don't make controversy, nor do I make complaints. I only come declaring, does anyone have a claim against this man and this person known as? Forever hold your peace if you do not. And if you trespass on my property, I start making demands. Okay, can can you just like? So stop I think the fundamental second? difference in the belief, the the fundamental differences in in our belief and what you're saying, Chris, is that we don't believe in trying to go back in and get something out of that system anymore. Like we we're trying to separate and leave it, and so I I from what I'm hearing, that's what that's what. You know, the difference is the difference is that we're not trying to go back in and dictate anything from from inside there, from inside the, the trust or the, the their funds or any kind of thing that was done for us. Like myself, it's just like I don't want to have any part of it anymore. So I maybe I'm wrong, but. But okay, and here's the thing: the examples that we give is throwing my perspective off. I don't go into their courts. Number one, I don't go into their courts, and I think I've made that clear when someone tried to serve me. I never even answered or responded, and it wasn't until they trespassed on my property that I rose up and I wrote and put them on notice. Right. So we agree that we should not go into their courts, especially if you don't know how to stand your ground as a man. You should never be talking to actors. Your paperwork precedes you, and it talks. It, and it speaks to the man if you're going to go into that court and it's going to tell that judge that these are the order of things that is to happen um, for my trial, because I will convert that thing into my court case. But that's another story in another day. We do agree, guys. We really do agree with one another. And I'm not here to create an adversarial relationship. I'm just here to expand the, the perspective. And the thing is, I, I, I truly believe that you guys have this thing about the person a little off, but that's my opinion, because it was designed and given to you, and they have a term called cancellation. Cancellation absolves you of all liability of the contract, but they also says that you get to keep the benefits of it. I don't know how much more beautiful they can be. You absolve the liability, but you need to keep the benefits. Chris, I have a question. See, I don't... I don't 
I have a question. Who is it that you wrote when they tried to serve you? If you didn't accept the paperwork and read it, who exactly did you write to give notice to of the trespass? That's a good question. And you have to kind of know a little bit of the history of what happened before the trespass occurred. It, ha it happened to deal with um, a family member who passed. But prior to the family member passing, I wrote to the hospital, the head administrator of the hospital, and also wrote to the county. And I told them my position with my family member, that of her person, her social security number, I am the beneficial interest in all of that. And so it happened that um, a situation occurred where uh, someone tried to sue me over some property. Well, because I've already had, and I call it a claim, by the way, when I write it, and then, and when they don't respond, it's, in, it's automatically agreed that they agreed to the terms and conditions, and I had nothing, I said nothing in error. So when the trespass occurred, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, one other point, too. When I wrote to these individuals in their capacity as a woman and acting in their commercial capacity, I told them that they and all their agents, known and unknown, were considered the trustees. When um, the, a lawyer came on the scene and tried to come after um, what they claimed was my property, they changed the name of the street address of the property. And they kept trying to serve me to the wrong address. So I kept sending it back. It wasn't until my tenant um, opened the door and allowed some of the agents to come in to talk to him. And they convinced him that they got a judgment. And that they got an order to take over the property. And unbeknownst to me, they made a deal with my, my tenant and swindled his month's rent. Instead of it coming to me, he sent it to them. He eventually told me what happened. And when um, he told me what happened, I had him send me all the paperwork that they gave him. It was all fraud. It was colorable. Everything about it. It was, and he kept, you know, he began to identify all the wrong things about it. Say, you can be here all night long picking out all the wrong things about it because it was all wrong. I did not give any attention to what was in the document. The only thing I needed to know is that they went on that property without my consent. That was my property. They disturbed my peace. And then whatever that document had to say, they need to tell me why and by what authority they had to come on my property. They have no authority. Kangaroo courts have no authority, period. Even if they do claim to have a judgment. It's void. Um, Richard Cornford talked about void judgments. There are no authority in their judgments. So I wrote to the people that I wrote to before. I said, hey, we have a perpetual legacy trust going on. Remember this claim number? Remember I said any known and unknown agents? Well, guess what? I just found out who some of those unknown agents were. And these are the people because I have I'm suffering ongoing damages. And I hit them up for the amount that they agreed to pay me if they were to trespass on me. Never heard from them again. So, Chris, it, 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 what you're what you're referring to, and for people that are interested in looking at the filing the counterclaim, is the the Bill Thornton teachings. Um, no, I don't. I didn't do a counterclaim. There was no counterclaim. I didn't enter into their. Right, I gave but, no attention to their courts. Can Can you allow him to finish speaking, oh please? My God. It, it, what What you're doing is a form of contempt for the court that we're holding here by the display that you're putting on by cutting people off in the manner that you are. 
So I, I, I was just correcting you. I'm sorry. But no you, you said that I, me because I, um, I, I, I I'm that. talking about Bill Thornton, not you. So I thought you said I did a counterpoint. need to correct me. What I'm saying is, is I'm making a comparison between what you're talking about and one of the teachings of Bill Thornton, that if people are interested, they can go to YouTube and look at what Bill Thornton has to say on the claims and counterclaims. Um, there's a lot of information out there, um, and it has worked in the past. I'm not disputing that it doesn't work. Me and my sister did something very similar where we filed a claim against the town here whenever they came against us and all of that stuff magically went appeared or, went, or disappeared rather um so it, 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 i again i think we're in agreement there's a little bit of aggressiveness um that i don't agree with but other than that that's fine um but I, you're sending I, up a question. You to said wrap up the show for tonight. We went over yeah. here. Um, I, I let it go over because of the the technical glitch that I had on my end with it shutting down the Jitsi room whenever I stopped the screen share. Um, but you know, we we appreciate all the comments and all of the input and the beliefs that are being presented here tonight. Um, I thank everybody for coming on to the live call. Uh, let me get us some outro music going here while I'm thinking. JD, you got any final words? Uh, no, I, I think I'm pretty good for right now. We can uh, maybe hang out for a little bit afterwards, but uh, I think we should go go um, back to our foundations and do the slide stuff again. I think uh, people missed out last night because we did that impromptu show yeah so um, i agree with that um and yeah, yeah I, I think that uh maybe next week we can uh get into the voting aspect um sis any closing words nope i'm good you sure see you guys next week all right um let me I don't know what is going on here. Uh, you guys in the Jitsi room can't hear the music. Um, let me pause this. There's just technical issues. Maybe actually. somebody can sing for us. Yeah, maybe. Laura's going to sing for um, us. <laughs> there we go. Now I got it. All right, here we go. Um, so, anyway. Um, Sorry about that. I kind of got distracted. Um, again, you know, we thank everybody for coming out tonight. Uh, I'm going to see uh, Michael coming in on the end of the call. Uh, Michael, we, we actually start at 8 p.m. Eastern time right now. Uh, and that's for everybody else who's listening to this. If you wish to make a live call, <laughs> every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, we uh, we try to stick to you know fundamentals and principles that you know uh, we know to, to to be effective and to work. Um, you know, it, it's uh, we're just we're we're all coming together trying to figure this out. You know, I mean that's that's what we're we're doing our best to do here. Um, so. 
I just want to say that uh, you know, come over, check out the channel, Telegram, uh, Morgan Jibber Jabber. Check out the Natural Law Wisdom Group on Telegram. Stop by our affiliate group, Resistance United World, uh, Worldwide, their channel. Uh, Resistance United Great Britain is the primary group with that family. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to Alex for doing uh, the intro and all of the voiceover work on the podcast here that he's done for us. We really appreciate it. Uh, and again, uh, we invite you guys to come out and check us out on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Odyssey is where most of our, or well, all of our podcasts are uploaded to on our Odyssey channel. Uh, so yeah, it's... Uh, We've got a few out, which it kind of feels like sometimes we feel like we're everywhere and nowhere. But anyway, um, we appreciate all you guys. And you know, this is more than Jibber Jabber doing our best to change the hearts and minds of those seeking truth. We'll see you guys next week. Join the family that believes in freedom. Resistance United Family. Join now at t.me forward slash Resistance United Family Worldwide. You've been listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. We work extremely hard to bring you content that spreads the message of truth. If you feel the podcast has been a blessing to you in some way and you wish to contribute towards our efforts, donations are gratefully received. You can donate via PayPal to Reverend Wolf at protonmail.com. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday.